Hello, hello, hi, hi, this is Shannon Palmer. I am the owner and founder of Arise Counseling Center. And today I'm going to talk with you about stress, okay? I'm so excited about this because uh, I love helping people. That's what I do all the time. And I love to give people tips on their mental health. And how many know that stress is something that everyone go through? Uh, but let me tell you this. Many people use the word stress, but don't understand what the word really means. A very common definition of stress is the non-Pacific response of the body to demand. In other words, it's a reaction of the body to something that requires it to adapt. And it could also means getting out of your comfort zone. So this means that stress can be caused by either negative or positive situations. And, and I'm gonna give you an example. Let's say you're getting married or probably a birth of a child, retiring, vacations, Christmas holidays. All of these are stressful situations, but guess what? It's not negative. A lot of times when people think about stress, they think about something negative all the time, something not good. But stress can go either way. Let's talk about it a little more. Again, like I said, that stress is not itself negative. We need a certain amount of stress in, other, in, in, in our lives in order to get along in this world, believe it or not. Without stress, life could be dull and unexciting. But we know that too much stress, however, can damage your physical and mental well-being. So the key is for people to try to arrange their lives so that they are not neither under stress nor over stress. Let's talk about it a little bit more. Okay, so I want you to just imagine. Let's take one side, you know, sort of like a seesaw, okay? And let's say on the right end is uh, a person is just 100% stressed. And on the other end of the seesaw, the person is 0% stressed. There is no stress, okay? On the right end at 100% stress, which is a constant and place intense demand on the body, a person at this point will be obviously dead, okay? That's just too much stress. At 100% every day. At the other end, you have a person that has 0% of stress, meaning there is absolutely no stimulation. Anybody know anybody like that? That means they're also dead <laughs> in a sense. A person at this point could be dead. Like I said, obviously the ideal amount of stress is somewhere probably what? In the middle, right? That is so true. Let's go on and talk about it a little bit more. Each of us can only tolerate a certain amount of stress and an ongoing basics. The amount of stress that we can tolerate is unique to each of us. What may be relaxing to one person may be stressful to another person. But you know what? No matter what, once we exceed our level of our own personal stress tolerance, 
we begin to experience symptoms of stress overload. Stress overload is sometimes called distressed. Now let's clarify negative effects of distress. Anytime a person is exposed to stress, his or her body must adapt. The adaption response is the same regardless of what has caused the stress. It could be a physical danger, someone has threatened you. Or it could be a thought, I can't possibly do this. The way the body reacts is called the fight or flight response. Basically, the body prepares us to either fight or run. <laughs> the fight or flight response creates many physical changes in your body. And let's look at some of those physical changes for the fight or flight response. It might be pupils dilate, breathing becomes faster and deeper, your blood sugar may rise, your heart rate and pulse quicken, quickens, your blood pressure rises, muscles can tend to get tense, and preparation and uh or let me say this word again we might perspire i don't know why i said that you might perspire a sweat may increase and digestion may slow down these are some physical signs of the fight or flight response okay you know what? I'm going to say this too. Early in history of man, stress was caused primarily by physical threats and danger. Today, most of the events which cause stress are not physically dangerous. Instead of fighting or running, you try to deal with these events in other ways. This means that you can stay physically aroused for days, weeks, or even months. And when a person stays under stress for a long period of time, he or she begins to suffer the symptoms of distress. And these symptoms also can include physical symptoms like this, such as heart attacks, ulcers, more frequent illnesses, poor circulation in your body, headaches, muscle tensions and back aches, and loss of sexual interest okay if you are experiencing these physical symptoms okay you may be having signs of distress okay so let's continue to talk about it let's talk about now that we talk about distress and being under stress and overly stressed Let's talk about managing our stressors. I said they're real country because I'm I'm from Texas. Managing our stressors. <laughs> How can we manage them? You can be more aware. Okay. First of all, you can be more aware. Know what's going on around you. Find out if it's the relationship you are in. You may want to see counseling to help you if you cannot pinpoint uh, and be you know and know what's going on around you you may want to get a counselor or someone that can help you uh, you know pull back those layers 
Also, look to the future and prepare for change ahead of time. Write out your plan. Begin to, you know, if you know that you have to get up and be somewhere, you know, get up early. Prepare. Do things ahead of time. Avoid too many changes at one time. And have a have clear priorities and values can also help you manage your stressors. Okay. Recognize stress is the first step, like I said, towards managing the stress. It really is. So you want to make sure that you uh you know take those first initial steps. Okay. Uh another thing is uh you want to you know, work on being physically fit, okay? A person who's worn down or physically weak or constantly tired can probably deal with little stress, okay? I want to just throw that in there, all right? If you work out, you build up yourself. Some people get into the sauna and, uh, and, and this one guy, told, you know, he was talking about, and I get in the sauna too, but he talks about getting into the sauna and getting into a cold shower, okay? And he find that not only is he's losing weight, but he's able he's he's able to deal with stress. Okay, by just doing that. All right, look that up. Okay, so just working out, building your physical body, and then guess what else? Nutrition is also important. Good nutrition help you prevent fatigue as well as many other symptoms of low blood sugar as discussed, you know, you know, uh, earlier we was talking about, we was all talking about how, you know, we're eating well and taking our vitamins, you know, once you get older and you, uh, you know, you don't have as much energy, but if you are uh, eating well and you are uh, taking your vitamins and drinking water and alkaline water, you will find yourself being, uh, you know, very healthy. And of course, if your body is healthy physically and you're putting in the right nutrients in your body, you will be able to deal with stress. Okay. You know, some of the unhealthy ways of coping, managing stress will be drinking, drugs, smoking, violence, acting out, crying. And some people can even overeat, withdraw, withdraw themselves from people working excessively, watching TV, and shopping, okay? Believe it or not, people use these wet, these things to deal with stress. But some of this can be unhealthy, okay? And so it only adds to the problem. So let's, let's, let's talk a little bit more. Let's talk about four methods of coping with stress, all right? And the first one is withdrawal. Now, in this sense... First, you can try to get away and withdraw from a stressful situation or relationship, okay? That might be a good thing. This can sometimes be helpful, but guess what? It actually only is just temporary. It's a temporary way of dealing or coping with stress because it does a little to solve the problem. So once you get out of the relationship, withdraw yourself from the situation, maybe uh, your job or something, you, you know, you still have to find another job. You still have to, uh, if you get out of the relationship, you still need to find out what happened, how you got into this toxic relationship, 
how to, you know, so still, there is still a lot of work to do after, after, you know, after you withdraw yourself. Okay. So that's just a temporary fix. Sometimes we have to do that quickly, but you still have to fix the problem. And you know what? Changing your thoughts is also important. Can you think of a different approach? Look at the stress from a different angle. Focus on different on a different viewpoint. Okay, yeah, this may have happened. Maybe you have you lost a job, but maybe you lost a job to start the business. Okay, maybe you didn't get the promotion, but guess what? You can find out what you didn't do and work harder for the next one, or go for another position. Try to look at yeah, we're, we're disappointed. Don't but don't stress yourself out. Try to look at it from another viewpoint. Okay. Next, change the situation. Sometimes the best approach is to change the situation. This involves problem solving, which we will discuss, you know, in another time. Okay. Because we, we, we have a lot here. We, we already covered. And, uh, and then last but not least, you want to relax. When the situation can't be changed, the best approach may be simply to just relax and let go. I repeat, you can't fix it anyway. You have to relax because it's good for you. Stressing out, remember we talked about getting up to 100%, it can kill you. So sometimes when you can't fix the situation, let it go. Letting it go is not saying that you're giving up. It's just saying you're going to relax, get your head together, find out what you can do next, okay? Sometimes, you know, spiritual people that they say they just give it to their higher power. You know, some things you cannot change. You pray about, but you have to relax. All right. So we're going to keep going on. Uh, and you know what? Anticipate change. Okay. Do that. You have to do that for you. Anticipate change. You have to expect the, the best. You know what? Some people need to avoid coloring and too many changes. Okay, go to your closet. You know, let's let's get it in order. Let's let's just take some time out once a week, clean our house. You know, hire somebody to come in, bring things in order, go through your paperwork, take some of that clutter out. Okay, and last, establish clear priorities and values. Okay, establish them. And guess what? You will be on your way. Okay? So let's keep going. We have a little bit more. We have a little bit more. Okay? Let's talk about... So we talked about managing stress. We talked about four methods of, for coping. But let's talk about the physical effects of stress. Okay? If you don't manage your stress levels. Do you not know it will affect you emotionally? It'll affect your thinking area and your behavior. Hey, that's all of you. <laughs> what is emotions, Shannon? Emotions are, like they taught you in school, anger, depression, loss of control, and hopelessness. These are some emotionals, emotions that can be uh Maybe you may be experiencing this right now, okay? Hopelessness. This could be a sign that you are stressed, okay? 
And then it affects your thinking area. You may feel confusion, lack of concentration, concentration. Okay, I said concentration. I'm so used to concentrate. And your thinking may be even poor. Okay. Uh, and you may have just a poor memory. All of that could be the signs of being stressed. Uh, and let's talk about some behaviors. Okay. You may be agitated. Okay, you may have aggression. You may have withdrawal symptoms. You may begin to act out. Self-destructive behaviors could be the cause of stress. And we already know this alcohol and drug abuse can be the cause of stress. Okay, all right. So all of these could be physical effects of stress. And then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to end it with this. Three methods of dealing with stress. Again, recognize your stressors, okay? Recognize them. You need to pinpoint why you are stressed out. Maybe when something happens, uh, you know, this thing happens over and over again and you're not recognizing it, that this is causing you stress. And remember I said, if you don't know, you can get a counselor, someone that can help you, Um uh, Increase your ability to handle stress, stress tolerance, and develop new ways of coping, okay? Develop new ways of coping. Some of us, we're still doing the old things, okay? Some of us doing things when we were still teenagers. Uh, you have to develop some coping mechanisms. What are those? Uh, just real quick. A lot of us, we don't realize when we get upset, and I'm talking about really upset to the point to where we're going to say something to hurt someone or we're going to do something that we can't take back. Your body always lets you know that you're upset. And maybe it's you recognizing what happened in your physical body. Uh, you may uh, sweat. Uh, you may turn red clench your fence, your jaws, whatever it is. Uh, you need to ask someone close to you if you don't know. They can tell you, hey, when you get upset, I'm talking about really upset, you start to turn red, okay? That right there is an indication that you need to use your coping mechanisms. And you want coping mechanisms for every situation on the job. Sometimes you may want to walk away, which is a coping mechanism. You may want to count to 10, slow breathing. You may want to drink a little water. All of this is to get you when you're sweating or you're, you're, you're turning red or your body is telling you you're upset. You don't want to ignore that. You have those coping mechanisms because guess what? You want to calm yourself down so that you can think better. Okay. The situation may be the same. But thinking, you changing your thinking in the situation will have a better outcome for you. So uh, remember we talking about you didn't get the promotion, okay? Maybe you didn't get the promotion, but, you know, uh, having these irrational thinking thoughts may cause you to uh, get fired by, you know, cussing out everybody. I'm just going <laughs> to, so you want to be able to think and say, hey, I didn't get the job, but you know what? I'm going to start my business. I didn't get the job, but you know what? I'm going to ask the boss, what is it I can do? What do they see that I can improve? So next time the promotion come up, 
I will know what I need to do. I will improve myself. So, you know, thinking different in the situation can cause you to have a stressless life and uh, can cause you. And what I mean like that, what I mean by stressless life, I mean by stress, because we're going to have stress. Remember, I said stress could be good. But when you are overly stressed, okay, to the point to where uh, all these physical signs we talk about is going on in your body and you are using unhealthy coping mechanisms like drinking, drugging, okay, cursing, fighting, all those things. Hey, we want to begin to step outside of ourselves and begin to do things different, okay? So, again, uh and then also one more thing, as I said, increase your ability to handle stress. That means doing some physical uh, exercises in your body, you know, getting in the sauna, like we said, running, getting healthy, eating healthy, okay, so that you can handle. Because believe it or not, uh, your body, your physical body, you know, you have to be able to handle situations because things will come up and it may not be all bad. Like I said, you might be getting married. Someone might be getting married or you might be going on vacation. And so just because you are having those stressful, stressful situations, it doesn't mean that, uh, hey, that this is bad and that you uh, you cause your body to go out on you and cause your body to do uh, be, you know, get depressed get angry, be confused. You got to be able to handle some form of stress, okay? Because again, stress could be good situations or bad situations, but you have to prepare yourself for when the stress comes that you can handle it and go through it, okay? And when you come out, we don't want you to have a heart attack or ulcers or none of that or, you know, any problems because you got all the most up there to 100 and you know, you almost had a heart attack. So these things actually happen to people. And that's because their bodies are not physically able to handle stress. And stress is necessary in our, our lives, okay? So again, I'm Shannon Palmer. And uh, you can, we're on all streaming platforms, Apple. Uh, you can find us uh, and we have several uh mental health tips like this one. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, Arise Counseling Center. We have a Facebook page. It's also Arise Counseling Center. Uh, we want you to like, subscribe, and share. Uh, and also, you know, tune in for more episodes because we are making our goal is to help people and make people's lives just a little bit more healthier mentally. You know, if you can think better, you can feel better, then guess what? You can do better. You can change your goals and plans, and, and then you can see those things come into fruition. All you have to do is have a healthy mind state, a peaceful atmosphere, a better thinking skills, and uh, hey, you can do anything. Uh, we also have a website. It's arisecounselingcenter.org. Uh, and that's where you can go on and join some of our classes. We have anger management. Uh, we also have domestic violence classes, okay? Prevention prevention classes. It's batteries intervention and prevention program. 
Uh, it helped those who deal with uh, not more than just anger, uh, with uh, domestic violence issues. Uh, we've been around for about 10 years. We work with the probation department, child protective service, services. We work with judges and judges and lawyers. Uh, so we have been experienced in the court systems. Uh, we work with over thousands of clients, helping them live a healthier life. This is not nothing that I talk about. This is something that, that I do. And uh, I'm excited to help you. We work with everyday people like you. Uh, we also have a shoplifting theft anti -theft, I mean anti-theft program for those who have kleptomania or have reoccurring charges of petty theft. We work with people that uh, you know parenting skills. Uh, we all can do good on that. We can always grow and be better parents and learn more about parenting. So we have all of that on the website. You can always go on there and, you know, call to find out more information about the classes. Uh, uh, and uh, we hope to have more things coming to you soon for you soon. We also do the marijuana intervention class, DWI education class. Anyone that's been charged with a DUI, go to our website. And we thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, please tune in next time with another episode. Thank you. Bye-bye.